Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. So glad you joined me for home worship today. To praise our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, Jesus. Amen? Amen. So today's message is about fasting, prayer and fasting, and how there's power in praying and fasting and supplication. And so today is a Jewish holiday called Yom Kippur. And last year during this holiday, I had the great opportunity to be led to Nazareth through the Holy Spirit and actually had an opportunity to preach in a wonderful church there with people who were just blessed with the Holy Spirit that spoke the language of Russian and Hebrew and English. And it was just a great experience. And what we did was for two days, because it lasts two days, today and tomorrow, uh, we had an overnighter, we worshiped the Lord with song and praise, uh, praying for forgiveness, uh, remission of sins, redemption. We spent the night there, we fasted the whole 24 hours, and then we ate together. And it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I'm told today that Israel is in complete lockdown. They can't leave their homes, but for a very short distance just to get the necessities. They're unable to celebrate this holiday that they have celebrated for thousands of years together. This is a sad, sad thing. God is not happy with that. But thank God for people like you and me and there, I'm sure that all the pastors, I hope they have, put together something to celebrate together on the television or the computer or the phone to be able to go on the internet and celebrate together as we are today. So praise the Lord Jesus, Yeshua, that's how you say Jesus in Hebrew, for that benefit that we can still celebrate and pray and fast for him. And so today we're going to learn a little bit about fasting. First, I'll share with you that one time the Pharisees, they come to Jesus and they say, why don't your disciples fast? John the Baptist's disciples fast. We fast. Why are they not fasting? He says, as long as they have the bridegroom with them, there's no need. But when he goes, they will fast. Brothers and sisters, that's telling what? You and me, that we are to fast. He recognizes that it's a sacrifice for us. We love to eat, right? Yeah. And so if we give up food for a period of time, whatever time you select, but whatever time you tell the Lord you're not gonna eat until Right? You don't want to break an oath to the Lord. Make sure you do it. And he recognizes that. You understand? Now, another passage in Matthew. There's a child who is demon-possessed. He's an epileptic. He falls in the fire sometimes and falls in the water. He goes to Jesus' disciples to, to have him healed, to deliver, to cast out the demon. But they're unable to. And so he brings them to Jesus and says they could not do it. And Jesus cast the demon out. 
And then when the disciples were in private with Jesus, they said, why, why could, couldn't we do that? His first response is your lack of faith. He says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell a mountain to move from here to there. That doesn't mean a mountain is actually going to move, brothers and sisters. It means you can handle any problem that arises. Remember that. And then he goes on to say, in chapter 17, verse 21, However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Yes. So learn from this, brothers and sisters. What does this tell you? This tells you that fasting and prayer is a stronger prayer. Your mother just got cancer. Your child just got cancer. What do you do? You pray. But how about adding fasting? Because obviously it's a powerful, powerful prayer. God recognizes your sacrifice you're making for him. And remember what the sacrifice he did for you, right? Sending his son from his kingdom, come incarnated in human form to die, a crucifixion for you and me. We can give up some food for him, amen? Amen. So now I'm going to show you a couple. Well, first I'm going to show you an example. We have all know about Jonah, right? God comes to Jonah and he wants him to go to Nineveh. It's kind of like a place in today's time like Las Vegas. A lot of sin going on. And he wants Jonah to go and tell them. Essentially, he wants him to go and tell them to repent. Or I'm going to destroy all of you in 40 days. But Jonah, he doesn't like, first off, he's probably a little scared of these people. And he doesn't like them. So he runs, as you know the story. Goes to Jaffa, gets on a boat, ends up cast off into the water, into a well. Actually, we call it a well, but it, the scripture says a big fish. And trust me, it was created for that moment to swallow up Jonah. For three days, he's in there, and then what? Yeah, he's repenting, yes. He's saying, God, God, get me out of this. I'll do anything for you. I'll even go to Nineveh and tell them. So he does, but he doesn't tell them to repent. No. He tells them, in 40 days, you are going to die. And so let's see what happens over there. So we're going to turn to the book of Jonah, chapter 3. Well, we'll read 4 through 10. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. And then he cried out and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Then word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe covered himself in sackcloth and sat in ashes. This is a humbling way that they fasted. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd or flock, taste anything 
Do not let them eat or drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Amen? Yeah. First step to wisdom is what? Fear God. And he says in verse 9, Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? So he has no promise, right? Jonah didn't say, well, if you repent, God will change his mind and not destroy you, remember? But the king says, maybe, maybe God will change his mind if we, what? Fast and pray earnestly. I'm reading verse 10. Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil ways, they repented, though, not just fasted. They stopped doing the sin that they were doing. And God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. Amen. Praise God. The God is a merciful God. But you've got to show him reverence. Yes. You understand? All right, now... Well, the last passage we're going to read is in the book of Joel. Now, Joel, they call him a minor prophet. He's not minor in ability or prophesying. The major prophets are long books. The minor prophets write short books, okay? And Joel is one of them. And they prophesy of the future. And we're going to read about that right now. Because we're in what? The future. Amen? Amen. So we're in the book of uh, Joel, chapter 2, reading from verse 10. The earth quakes before them, the heavens tremble, the sun and the moon grow dark, and the stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before his army, for his camp is very great. For strong is the one who executes his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it? All right, now I want to pause there, brothers and sisters. If you haven't heard of the day of the Lord, you are now. The day of the Lord is when God, Yeshua, Jesus comes to take vengeance on this earth. Yeah. And we all need to be ready. We all got to get right with God because we don't know when he's going to take you naturally, when he's going to come for his church. Right? But when the day of the Lord happens. We're reading from verse 12. Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, so rend your heart, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is a gracious and merciful God. Praise him. Thank the Lord Yeshua that he is merciful. Amen? Amen. Slow to anger and of great kindness. And he relents from doing harm. 
as he did with uh, the king in Nineveh, right? Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him? Amen? Amen. So we all have to do that. The world is in turmoil with this COVID. And things aren't going to get better, brothers and sisters. No. He says he's going to bring pestilence. He's going to bring famine. And he's going to bring wars. And don't wait until it's the very last moment to decide to fast and pray for you and your loved ones and your country. No. Do it now. Now, the Lord gives instruction further. He says in verse 15, Blow the trumpets in Zion. That's Israel. Everything starts there. Everything finishes there, brothers and sisters. Consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children and nursing babies. Let the bridegroom go out. That's Jesus, Yeshua. From his chamber. And let the bride from her dressing room. Let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, Spare your people, O Lord. And reading from verse 18, Then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So brothers and sisters, I hope you're enriched with this message. And I hope that when tragedy happens in your life, havoc, or anything, maybe you've been sinning. You know, in Yom Kippur, the people were poor in spirit. I saw it. It's the first thing I mentioned there. Then in Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount, the first beatitude, the Lord says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. They will be blessed because they, they humble themselves. They recognize they need help and God will help them. Amen. Yeshua will save them. And Yeshua will save Israel if they do this. The ones that are left, the remnant, as the word says. Amen. Amen. So brothers and sisters, I pray that the Lord keeps evil from all of us throughout the week and leads us out of temptation. And remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus, in your heart. And we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday forever and ever. Amen.